Welcome to 100X. <laughs> I'm reporting live from Chicago, Illinois, freezing. I'm here live. Uh, you might know my name. It might be Marco the Cold Street Pomani. I'm here live with Anthony Tony Sharp D'Amato. Let's kick the show off. Let's have some fun. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to 100X. It's Marco Hollywood Ice Cold Pamani with Tony Sharp. Tony, kick it off. Let's have some fun. Because I don't like when you talk that way about yourself. We all have our cold days. We all have our hot days. It is what it is. Let's get into the show. Uh, welcome to 100X. Download that shit everywhere. You know, leave a five-star review uh, question if you have a question. Uh, we see your comments, believe me. We see your jag-off comments. I get messages. <laughs> You're cold. No shit. But a little bit about we're cold. I'm cold. Anthony's hot right now. He's on fire. He's hitting back-to-back bets. He's hitting prop bets. He's hitting cross-sport bets. Guy's a fucking powerhouse right now. Um, but Uncle Marco here, cold streak. And when you're in a cold streak, turn off. If you're not feeling yourself, don't bet. This is the only betting show in the country that's going to tell you not to bet when you're cold because I believe in making sure that you're safe with your money. And after a $600,000 losing week, I believe that I need to take a little break. So I'm taking off until Thursday. The teams that fucked me were the Cardinals. That's no secret. I lost 380, yeah, 385000 on the Cardinals, and then I lost some other shit too. Um, I lost uh, Alabama live bet. Um, I had them to win. Um, I lost. I lost Alabama yeah, live this week. That weekend was another well. bet that I lost, um, which is a larger one. But long story short, shit week. But I'm happy to be where I'm at. I've had such a profitable year so far um, that I'm happy with where I'm at, and it's okay to take a little step back and then come back strong and fire harder and even better. So talk and to oftentimes me. you do feel that once you do get in that uh, losing rhythm. Mm-hmm that it's just a little bit easier to just take a step back away from the game, let a couple games flow, watch a couple games at your leisure, and then hop back in. My wife says, Marco, every year we've been together eight years, you've had a mid-season lull, and it happens to be literally, we're right in the mid-season. She looked at me, she's like, I'm used to this. Every year you go through it. So it's like, you'll be fine. Just stay focused. Yeah, I feel like you're already just kind of, it's My mom called me and said, when a pilot does something wrong with a plane and there's chaos on a plane, you have to unfuck it. So whatever you fucked up, you have to unfuck it. And the way that I'm unfucking it <laughs> is going back to the basics. And and the basics to me are taking the games that I love, stop thinking about traps, just bet what you know, and move on. Like I love the Ravens last night, but I took the night off. And you have to just unfuck what you fucked. And uh, I've been fucking with being trapped. Like, oh, it's a trap game. Or, oh, it's this. And you got to put that out the window and bet with what you know and live with the result. Yeah, and it's, it's rough when that. you're in that. It's rough when you're in that cold streak and then you start overthinking. Yeah. Uh, and that is a that is a downward spiral. Absolutely. Quickly. So I think I agree with you completely there. Let's get into some of the takeaways, though, from week nine now. Uh, Josh Allen could potentially have... A very substantial injury that can shake things. That injury up. I saw happen live when I was watching that game, and I said, "Boy, that arm did not look right." Um, I'm devastated. I hope he's okay. I hope he's not out for the season. I hope he's not out for. I, the NFL is better with Josh Allen playing, so I really hope he's okay. What like? How do you feel about that situation? Josh Allen is an unbelievable athlete. 
unbelievable quarterback. Unfortunately, uh, as I've mentioned before on this very show here, uh, and you and I have spoke about many times off off camera. Yeah, you cannot even at six foot six, uh, you know, two hundred and seventy five muscle. Uh, you cannot withstand running the rock, throwing, having the ball in your hands sixty five percent of the game on the offensive. Well, snaps. that's what happened. Um, and not get injured at some point in an, in a you know a twenty week season is what they're trying to to aim for this year. Yeah, it's gonna be um that's I'm, twenty weeks of getting fucking pounded. I'm upset about it. I hope he's okay. Um, but I think the bigger story. I mean, I, I know that's a huge story, but the bigger story here, uh, for anybody that's like our age, is Aaron Rodgers is melting. Yeah, he, absolutely. Before our very eyes. Yeah, he he is um. He is father time. It is looking like it caught up. I do believe that his receivers are not what he needs. I do believe that he's just not happy with where he's at. Um, and I'm sure that contributes a lot to it. Um, I think at the end of this year, Green Bay needs to make a decision to trade him and get some value. And um, I think they can get a lot for him because I think if he goes to a team, let's just say the Niners. can The Niners with him would do great. They would do unbelievable. But Trey Trey Lance should be back next year. But a team like that, like this year, if the they Niners, had, the Niners are the Niners uh, with Rodgers this year would win it all. No, I could oh a hundred thousand percent, and I could say the Niners without Rodgers this year. You still like them? Uh, as I like them to 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 potentially at this moment right now. Yeah, I'm interested to watch them play this weekend again. But I do uh, I do think. The Niners have what it takes right now to make a run at the NFC and leap into the Super Bowl. I don't know if they can win. I think, but team, they might be able to get there. A team that matches up with them very well, and I know this sounds really goofy, is the Cowboys. The Cowboys' defense matches up with the Niners' offense really, really well. Fast linebackers, big muscled up D line. It's actually a very unique setup, and I think that might be a future huge matchup in the playoffs. And that is the game that I could potentially see being the NFC Championship. Me too. I just don't know who I would take in that game. I, I probably I take- think Micah Parsons in a game like that will show why he's the defensive player of the yeah. year. While why yeah. he's the best defensive player in the league right now. He can catch any single player, including Debo Samuel, on any point in the field. Hundred thousand percent. Or line up and rush off the edge and murder your QB. Yeah, who's weak? Or wrong arm, yeah. push down, stop, run. Yeah. This guy's a freak of nature. Let's but the about, Niners let's have good players, too. Let's talk about another team that happens to be in the NFC, and that's the Bucks. Let's talk about the Bucks because the Bucks have been just, like, slowly declining, and then all of the sudden... I don't know. I saw some life. There was some life. I there was saw some, some vintage life. Brady. I'm going to tell you something. I, I got so fucking excited. Anthony, can you imagine facing oh. Tom Brady in the first? Okay, first off, um, for those of you that don't understand how the NFL playoffs work, the Bucks are going to make it to the playoffs because their division that they're in is shit. So they're going to get there. And I don't know about you, but I don't care where the Bucks are at. I don't want to face Tom Brady in the first round of the playoffs. I would never ever, ever want my team to face them in the first round of the playoffs. So, with that being said, Tom's playing in Germany this week. Um, I'm going to talk about this bet later on, but I'm taking the Bucks this week against Seattle. I, I'm i going to... this. Oh, God. I don't think Seattle's as good as people think. 
If you stop the run, that's all you need to do, and the you game's over. You know what? You're what? just not giving enough respect to Eugenio Smith. Oh, God. I don't like Geno Listen, Smith. Listen, Eugenio, Eugenio is a ball player. He's dominating. And you know what he said? What? The same thing that you should have said to everybody who was trying to dog on you on Sunday. What? They wrote me off, and I ain't right back. I, I, they, I did write him off. And you know what? And, and you know what? That is Eugenio motherfucking Smith. He's balling this year. Geno Smith, you have... I don't know why you just don't want Gino, to admit it. you have slapped me around two games this year <laughs> when I've bet against you. I am genuinely impressed with the turnaround in your career. Um, I just... If you asked, you put a gun to my head and said, Tom Brady or Geno Smith... I'm taking Tom. I'm taking Tom Brady. Yeah, I so like that's the Bucks where this I'm week at too. Um, but give respect to Eugenio. Honestly, respect. Uh, also, it shows how good of a coach um, Pete Carroll is because when everybody wrote that team off, uh, he really turned the season and like shifted it into a positive. Um, kudos By the way, to him. news flash: you're looking at two guys here, big fans of PC. I like Pete Carroll. I yeah, don't know how me too. I, I don't know how people don't. There's I a mean, lot of people who don't. I know that he had some real dark it's, days at USC, but like I hate to say it, he made USC good. So, uh, whatever. Um, speaking of USC, little college football tidbit. Um, I genuinely believe that the USC Trojans have a backdoor way into the college football playoff. Uh, I saw the selection committee's uh, results tonight on the updated standings. They have Oregon sitting at number six, uh, Tennessee at five. The only team that would prevent the USC Trojans from getting into the playoff would be Tennessee. But if they win the Pac-12 convincingly, they're in. They're in. That would mean that Tennessee, though, gets out. The, Tennessee's not going to be in the in the SEC championship. Georgia is because they're, they're. I know, but Georgia's going to play who in that? Georgia would play LSU currently. So if Georgia beats LSU, I got to tell you, I what? think the season's over for who? For everyone except the dogs. The Georgia's so good. No, they're going to win. They're like Bama's like ah, they're out, they're and out. now it's like oh, we're going to rely on LSU. Mm, I think the dogs got other. I'm things. just saying, uh, for a, for a, like a literally a little sprinkle, I am already I mean, I inquiring. Hate to say it, but at it, fifty it looks to one, to be over. there's a fifty to one. You could take fifty to one for the USC Trojans to win it all. Fifty to one. They have no D. I know. I know. I said that earlier, actually, to our main man Edgar, who handles all of our camera work. I said they've got championship offense with. Like, literally, Division three defense. Um, I know we're talking, we're talking about NFL, but this is a little college football. I mean, bit. come on. Their D is not capable. Like, if it comes to, like, oh, my God, we are in the playoffs, and we did kind of skate for three quarters. They could if beat it a comes Michigan. To that, trying to, yes. They could beat a Michigan. Yes. And then accidentally end up in the championship. But the real question over, is, though. There's a po- there's a sports it's a 14 point There's dog. a sports book that I know here in Illinois that will it, it, it offers a name your bet. I'm going to ask them to to what are the odds for USC just to make it into the playoff? And if it's anything over 15 to 1, I'm just going to sprinkle a little action on 15 to 1 on them to make it into the college football playoff. I definitely like them making it in because one thing's for sure, uh they are most likely going to win. Their conference. Well, they have a couple. They have U, the UCLA. They got to face, which is a very tough game. And if they win that, and then they beat Oregon, they're in. So they have some tough games. But when you beat ranked teams, the college committee gives you bump ups, and they already are showing TCU with a lot of respect for being undefeated. Uh, TCU's TCU's uh, seven point 
underdog against Texas this week. So when they lose, it opens up the door for so many other teams, and that's it's putting me in a really good mood. You know how um, many people? Wait, so TCU plus seven? Yes. At Texas? At Texas. I got to tell you right now. What? There are guys in El Paso. They are on foot. Yeah. Running to running to the nearest book right now. Yeah. To get to get TCU plus seven. Exactly. I think the whole country is going to be on TCU plus seven. Um, I, I myself would be on Texas uh, in a live wager. Like if I can get like a minus one eighty or a minus one fifty on Texas, that's when I would take the Longhorns. Um, but we'll kick. We're going to get kicked back to the NFL. Sorry for our little college tidbit. Um, I do love college football. I think it's. The, I do too. I think it's the most fun. Uh, it's the most. Uh, definitely most drama. Um, we're going to talk about uh, biggest matchups of the week this week. So let's go through them. Biggest matchups of the week. Now let's take a look at this first game. This is our producer who's a Jets fan who thinks these are the biggest matchups of the week, by the way. Uh, Jets, <laughs> kudos to the Jets. I'm going to end it real short there. Let's talk about the big games of the week. We'll talk about them all, baby. Let's go. Minnesota now, plus six. Mm-hmm. If Josh Allen's out, you got to take Minnesota. Here's what I'm going to say. You have to. You right? ready? Yeah, let's hear it. I'm going to say this. I can't confirm nor deny if Josh Allen is going to be out. I don't think anyone can. So, I, but with that being said, you have to gamble. The longevity of like the talks about Josh Allen are like severe season-ending Tommy John potential. That's, uh, that's what I read. So here's the bottom line. I read if he was a pitcher in the MLB, he'd be out for the season and getting surgery. So how is he almost going to do that but also play this Sunday? If I was a gambling man, which I am, I'm looking to get Minnesota plus six the minute you see me the, say this. Because I could almost doubt. I, like, I don't even think he's playing. No way. The line drops to three, two and a half, three. If Josh Allen's out for yeah, the game. That's tone so sharp. I'm you got to get I'm it now. I'm preparing you for that. So if Josh Allen plays, the line stays where it's at. If if he goes out, the line's going to tr- tr- change drastically. Get so, it now. So it's a, it's a moment where you kind of have to say, am I taking, am I bet against a guy being out? And that's, that's what you have to decide. Um, the next game that we want to talk about is Dallas at Green Bay. Um, I don't know about you, but um, Green Bay just lost two more defenders to injury, one of them with an ACL. Um, I'd be tough to believe that they could stay in this game, but I, if I was going to take anything in this game, I'm taking the over 43. Um, that's what I would bet in this game. Okay. I'm not going to bet this game. Okay. Because, okay, I'm not going to bet this game for the sole reason okay. that Rodgers somehow, no matter what point he's at in his career, good yeah. or bad, he can pop out of that bitch and just fucking light you up. And he does it all the time against Dallas. However... Yeah. However, and I he is th- facing his old coach. I know, which I know. I know a lot of people don't think about, but like, this is like you going to face your old friend that you don't want to hear them talk shit the rest of your life, so you have to win. Oh, so <laughs> that's like why I take the over because I feel like both teams are going to score. The running game in Dallas is too strong. Green Bay is not going to be able to stop it. It's going to be a unique game. So <coughs> over, that's where I'm at. I think you're on just a no bet on that game. I'm on, a, I get it. I'm on a no bet. I look for Dan Quinn to send massive, massive heat uh, on Rodgers, really, really heat him up. Uh-huh. So I don't really know how he's going to perform. I would lay, I would look for live live action on this game because if you see Dallas getting into Rodgers early, yeah, then they're gonna they might kill Green Bay. Yeah, poss- like if you possibly. see the first drive that they're just. 
sending heat and lighting him up. Yeah. With no receivers. He'll get real negative quick too. Yeah. Exactly. He'll get negative quick. He's at a point right now where he just wants to get negative, and you could see it in his face. Oh his, yeah. In his actions. He's very unhappy. Um, the last game that th- that our producer says is a big game. Um, I do agree with this one though. So kudos to you on this one. Uh, San Francisco is a seven point favorite at home against the Los Angeles Chargers, which is uh, LA is not terribly far from San Francisco. So I don't consider that like an away game totally. And they're getting seven. And they're getting seven. That's, I mean, I know that the Chargers are decimated with injury, um, especially I think Keenan Allen might be out again. Um, I haven't heard news on that or read news on that. Um, it's going to be a very unique game. I, I don't know. I <laughs> If you asked me to pick one, I'd probably take the Chargers, but I want no part of that game. I have to see San Fran play with this new and improved scheme because I think they're on the verge now with McCaffrey of being extremely deadly, and I think that's maybe why they're minus seven. I mean, minus seven against a team that's in-state that's has a real quarterback. Here's I the mean, deal, fuck. though. Here's the deal, though. When you have a game manager QB like Jimmy G, yeah. and then you put uh, McCaffrey in the backfield. With Samuel on the receiver. Man, that is like... <sighs> That is like a sigh of relief. Like, man, I could turn around and hand that thing off 20 times and hope something special happens. <laughs> go, Christian, go! Uh, so, or we could give five jet sweeps, yeah. so that's five more plays yeah, out of it. Debo. I get it. So what You know they, what I mean? It's like, what they did what is does he have to do? I, not, I mean, he has to just not fumble. And not, and not and throw not interceptions. Th- and not throw interceptions. I, I personally, um, I could never take. And George Kittle's out there. I could never take minus seven Niners right now. I couldn't either. No, I'm not saying that. I'm it's not a bad saying I would, but I'm just saying I need to see the Niners play another game to play devil's advocate. Sometimes when you see a line like that and it's so big, you're like, that's usually the time to take it. But I've already said I'm I'm gonna stop thinking like that and take what I know. And if I was to bet it, I would take Chargers plus seven and I'd live with it. And Herbert looks so sexy plus seven. He's just so good. Herbert. That, it's hard to not take that him arm plus seven. plus seven, especially if you if you have the patience to wait and the Niners go up seven oh, you're gonna get twelve ten points. Eleven points. Actually line would probably be ten and a half. Um and that would be really interesting. So that would be really interesting. Um, but what's even more interesting now is let's look ahead to week ten. Uh this is you're saying you want to look ahead to the week 10 games that we're betting. Exactly. So Got I it. want to ta- take great point now. This is very, very substantial. These, These are, are the games, games that we're betting. Three to five that, we, we, that we're potentially going to bet, most likely going to bet, uh, that we really enjoy for the weekend. So why don't you get us uh, popped off with a couple ones I, that you really like? I graduated high school with a 3.0 average, which if you know what that means, it was on a 4.0 scale and um, 3.0 means Bs. So I'm sticking with the Bs this week. Um, a lot of you are going to judge me. My, I already told you I like the Bucks. I like the Browns plus three and a half against Miami. Okay. I like the, um, I like the Broncos plus three. A lot of people are going to insult me on that one. So Broncos, take us through that game. So Bucks money line, uh, Browns against Miami. Bears against the, uh, it's no secret I like the Bears. I always like the Bears. Like yeah. The Bears are like a team that I always take. Um, and it's been paying off the last four weeks. Or three, no, three out of the last four they, weeks. They are athletic. And, um, and the Broncos. Um, the Broncos are in a very unique game this week against the Tennessee Titans um, that I, I, just, I just can't see the Titans, even with Tannehill coming back, 
facing um, the Broncos. And the, like I, this is a game where I have to trust my gut, and I think Russ is going to come out there, and he's going to tear him up. And they just lost a heartbreaker in KC, and it's just another one of those games. You know what's so funny? What? So last night I'm looking at the lines. Uh-huh. Just like so quick. I'm, I'm just like sifting through them. Yeah. And I saw that game. I'm listening. And I said, oh, ah, that's the that's one. That's another Marco Bronco game. Yeah, that's a Bronco Marco game. So the three, the four, I, I call, I said the three B's because I always met the Bears. And um, I wanted to just do a little fun fact. If you took the three, B, the three B's and you put them into a little par action, um, which is something that I'm probably going to do, I'm going to take the Bears out of there because I'll just talk about it like that. Um, it's plus 925. So th- the three B's wow. pays over nine to one. Um, if you're patient, it'll probably go to 10 to one. Uh, so money line, all three Browns, Broncos, Bucks. I do like the Browns plus three and a half more than the money line. But if you want to get a little uh, juice action, um, hundred dollars would win 925 bucks. Um, so that's the three day games that I am personally betting. And then obviously I always take the bears cause I'm a homer. So if you wanted to add the bears in there, what would it take it to? If I add the Bears in there, it goes to 17 to 1. So add the Bears in there because now I'll transition in the couple games that I like. Let's talk about it. Uh, I'm a homer as well. Okay. Uh, Oftentimes I get very upset. I start bum rapping the Bears. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we all know how much I truly love them. I like them on the ML this week. So I'm glad you threw them in there. Okay. Uh, I like the Raiders minus six this week. Raiders minus six. Um, Jeff Saturday has taken over at head coach. Uh, he has no college or pro coaching experience. He did coach a little bit in high school. Um, what people need to understand, though, that doesn't fucking matter because he was a center in the NFL, and a center in the NFL is pretty much a coach. So I'm really not phased by his uh, no coaching um background. I think he'll be just fine. You surround yourself with people that are better at you, better than you at jobs that you need to secure. So he'll, uh, next year, if they keep him on, he'll hire an amazing defensive coordinator. He'll hire an amazing offensive coordinator and he'll be a coach. He'll make the hard decisions that need to be made, but he'll let the people in the positions that are hired for do their job. And everybody needs to understand you're only as strong as your weakest link. So I genuinely believe they might not be good this year, but if they leave him in that role, I think he has the ability to hire properly with Jim Ursay, and I think they're going to do good. That I could not agree more with. Yeah. I, I uh, Jeff Saturday is one of the most intelligent players in the history of the NFL. Yeah. Uh, he played center, which is typically one of the most intelligent positions on the field. Uh, one or two behind the guy behind the center, the QB. Uh, the QB at that time was Peyton Manning, who was known to be the smartest player in the league. Oh, yeah. Some would, some would say otherwise. There's uh, a video of them fighting on the side. Sideline. You just fucking snapped the ball and I'll handle the rest. Well, now he's looking at him like this is an old, old clip from our show. I, he's the captain of the ship now. He runs the Colts. So it's kind of funny because I think they talked about that after he got hired. Yeah. So, so Saturday was so smart that they actually switched up to speak in Gaelic language, uh, which is an Ireland, uh, uh, an Irish, excuse me, uh, type form of language, Did not so know that. that the other teams could not hear their line of communication that were blatantly, uh, you know, 
tossed back and forth down the line. Of I didn't scrimmage. know that. So this guy is this guy's got a great football he IQ. Just taught me something. Yeah, great football IQ. Uh, I do look for him to bring in the right uh, role, as you had mentioned before. However, this week to me you love has the been Raiders. a big media week uh, surrounding the Colts, surrounding their front office executive staff. I think there's a lot of controversy. Uh, no, not controversy, but I just no. I think the guys are probably in good spirits. A little something new. I think they obviously uh, have you know been a complete letdown this season uh, from a team standpoint. But fact of the matter is, uh, I look for them to just kind of be out of whack this week. I like the I like the Raiders in that game. I feel that. And then the other things that I do enjoy this game, which I never enjoy, or I'm sorry, this week, which I never enjoy are uh, unders. Unders? Yes. What's the under you like? So I like the under 52 Jets, or uh, I'm sorry, Jags at Chiefs. Under 52 Jags at Chiefs. Wow. Uh, That's a big over-under. I know. I like the under. That's in seven touchdowns and a field goal. Yeah, I like the under in that game. Wow. I think a lot of people see that game, look at two high-powered offenses, one as of late. Never heard of the Jags being considered that. It's so fun. I, I know. I like the Jags. So I know. I, and you know what? The Jags are growing on me, and this ETN guy is I so... I love the Jags all doesn't year. Doesn't he look so good I mean, out there? They've been terrible, and they, they did come back from down 20-0. If you were betting that game, you could have got 8-1 to one on that comeback, which is incredible. Um, they were plus 800 when they went down 20-0 to zero with the ball. Um, I even think it got higher at that point, but you know, that's crazy. Um, but we're going to leave this into the hundred X parlay last week. We didn't give you one. I got over a hundred plus messages asking you're welcome <laughs> for not doing it. Cause I was cold as the fucking Atlantic ocean. Um, but call me a great white shark this week. I'm going to give you my hundred to one. It's actually going to be 80 to one. Um, producers go fuck yourselves. Hey, and uh, I got to <laughs> tell you guys before he starts going, he was rock solid hard sitting over here. The table was up. It was it almost blew up to the ceiling when he heard he was doing a live 100. I know. Today. Look at him. I kind of put it together a little bit already, but I already told you I love the Bucks. I think they're going to go into Germany. I think that Tom Brady is feeling himself again. You saw it in the interview. He finally looked like Tom. Um, I think they beat Seattle pretty easy, and that's my bet of the week. I know I'm kind of combining two things at once right now. My bet of the week is the Bucks against the 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 um Seahawks that's and my I'm bet. glad we're doing this live uh because I will say like whether I do like it or not like I, yeah. I like that you, can you know you guys like can it. get a glimpse of yeah. everything uh I do like the Bucks especially coming off that vintage Tom performance the next game is the Browns plus 160 against the Miami uh Dolphins the Miami Dolphins showed me that they cannot stop the run and the one thing that the Browns do is they run the motherfucking ball hard. That's why they're going to be dangerous and with Deshaun. They're, when Deshaun Watson gets back and if they make the playoffs, that's a team that I want no part of um, because they'll have a running back or a running back and Chubb and a quarterback that can move like Lamar Jackson and has a cannon of an arm that everybody just seemed to forget. Um, I love them um, at plus 160. They were plus 210 at one point. Um, Vegas knows that they were putting too much out there. Uh, the next one is the Broncos um, against the uh, Titans. I have the money line plus 130. This is helping us get to that 80 to 1. Um, I like that a lot. And you know what? I like that a lot too. Uh, I think that a lot of people 
have a, a an array of sunshine around uh, the Titans organization right now. I think they're great. They watch that they game. They played the other hard. Night. I think a lot of people are going to be really, really. When you play gunny. as hard as you did against the Chiefs, it's tough to show up the next week. I agree. Um, and you lost. And they, and Derrick Henry gave a lot. Um, I'm, this is my next pick. It's a homer pick. Uh, Bears. You don't have to listen to it. If you want to take it out, um, the parlay probably goes down to like. 50 to 1. Um, but I'm plugging, plugging the Bears in there. Bears are going to get at Jared Goff. Um, struggling. No, they really are. I know. They're going to get at Goff, and the Detroit Lions have been struggling on offense after coming out in the first four weeks and dominating. And then I am going to take... Um, hold on. I had the wrong team plugged in there. Um, I'm taking a gamble that... I'm taking a gamble that um, Josh Allen's going to be out. Yes. So if the gamble pays off properly, so we have to proceed with caution here. I love this gamble. It's plus 190, and my parlay is actually 93 to 1. I'm sorry, it was not 80 because uh, I had the wrong team plugged in there. Um, it's Minnesota money line. And the trick is, is, is I'm trying to catch them sleeping. I'm going to place the bet early, and I'm going to try and get that in there at plus 190. And then um, the last game that's in this par is the Chargers plus 7 against the Niners. Um, I might get it to seven and a half and just take the parlay down to 90 to one instead of 93 to one because that's probably what it would shift it. Um, get that little hook. So if they're down 10 with four minutes to go, they kick a field goal, they're down seven now, I can still get that W and and walk home uh, a winner. So that's my uh, 100 to one. I'm going to do it quick for you now. Uh, Bucks money line, Browns money line, uh, Broncos money line, Bears money line, Chargers plus seven, Vikings plus 190 money line, pays 93 to one. Um, I do want you to maybe take the Chargers to plus seven and a half and get it at 90 to one instead of 93. Um, that's our 100 to one parlay. I already gave you my best bet, which is the Bucks. Who's your best bet this week? My best bet, I'm going to put Put another three-team par out there. Ooh, three-team uh, steam. The three-team steamer hit give last it to me, week. Daddy. Uh, so let me give it to you, Daddy. It's going to be the Giants on the money line. Uh, really like the Giants. Well-coached team. I think they have what it takes to win. Vegas on the money line. Uh, Vegas, make no mistake about it. I think they're going to be ready for this game. They know they are underperforming. You've seen some other guys step up. And then last but not least... The Cowboys, Dan Quinn on the defensive coordinator uh, side of the ball. What's that pay, cuz? Is going to light them the fuck up. I don't even know what it pays. I really don't. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, you want to plug it in? I'll plug it in. Plug it in for the people. I'm going to plug it in live for the people. Uh, Anthony's parlay is the Giants money line. Yep. It is the Raiders money line. Correct. And the last one is Cowboys money line. That pays plus 185 um, for those three teams on the ML. I'll tell you what. I will right now. Okay. I'm going to throw one one other thing in there. What is it? Because that just isn't going to be right. People are going to be yelling. You gave me three teams plus 185. Okay. You know, they do the whole uh, thing. So let's go ahead and let's throw the... The Browns plus three and a half? No, let's ride with the Falcons on the ML tomorrow night. This son of a bitch. This son of a bitch. I don't like it, but I'll do it for you. Uh, it takes the parlay to plus 350. If you want my professional opinion, Thursday night is not the night to gamble, but maybe I'll gamble. I don't know. If Baker Mayfield was starting, I'd take the Panthers, but that coach doesn't like Baker, so I guess we'll see. Uh, guys, thank you for coming to 100X. I love you, um, even when you're dicks when I lose. Um, 
I want you to know, um, when I lose, I still eat filet at night. Love y'all.